Welcome to the Boom or Bust NRL Fantasy Podcast 2023. If you like what you hear today, make sure to follow us at Boom or Bust NRL on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome to our Round 24 Teamless Tuesday. I'm your host, Stuart Lord, and tonight I'm joined by Mitch Brown. Physio, back in charge. How are you going? I'm good, mate. How are you? Oh, mate, this Teamless is doing my head in. Uh, and all the way from across the ditch, he's returned, Adam Middleton. How are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? I'm doing all right. It's apart from, obviously, the Teamless. So... Yeah, so look, let's before we get to that, we do have a couple of things to chat about. So, guys, how did we go last week? Uh, Mitch, how did you go? Mate, I cracked out 1,035, which would normally be a good week, and I went back like 900 ranks. So, hoarding my trades this year isn't working particularly well. Like, I was really surging last year and sort of floundering. Oh, that's no good. How about you, Adam? Yeah, I did a, I did personal best of 1,139, but... I stayed. I stayed where I was because I feel like there's a whole lot of big scores. Um, I think the. I think the best was like. Did you guys see it? Like one thousand three hundred or something. Uh, one thousand two hundred sixty. Yep. Yeah. It was just so uh, big. Uh, it's the biggest since twenty twenty one because I. I know I got a first place in twenty twenty one off of like a twelve sixty four or something, and it's and that was like the absolute biggest week I've ever seen, and until this week. Yeah, it was just nuts, eh? Oh, all the all the got big guys hit the high notes, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and look, I did all right. I got eleven hundred. I actually went backwards, uh, about six ranks, so from seventeenth to twenty third with an eleven hundred. So that's pretty filthy. Uh, chance is eleven. Let's not talk too much about chance. Uh, but I guess everyone who bought him knew that he's a little bit of an HIA risk, right, Mitch? Yeah, that's exactly right. Although. You know, I think he's just been unlucky with the head contact, right? Like, it's not exactly as though uh, he's susceptible, say, like a Kalen Ponga. I think he just gets a bit unlucky. He, he just, he did cop a big shot, hey? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I was going through, and uh, Ed was uh, asking uh, if I was worried about him, and it's like, not like I am Kalen Ponga. He, he's just taken some big friggin' hits. Yeah, that's it. Though the Warriors got it done at him. Yeah, always. Well, didn't they, didn't they look average, though? Like they look so shot to pieces. It was um probably the ugliest win I've ever seen. But look, we'll we'll take the two points and move on, right? That's it. And I think the ugliest win you ever seen is only because you didn't watch that Tigers Titans game from last year. That was a dumpster <laughs> fire of a game. Eight friggin' six. Anyway, uh, five penalties, uh, in the points there. Uh. <laughs> All right, look, guys, let's have a quick chat through the leagues. Mitch, how about you take us through your competitive league, mate? How did people do last week? Yeah, we're creeping up into the finals, mate. So just uh, bringing it up right now. So fixtures, okay. We're into the semifinals this week. So I tell you, Fib, we're into the grand final this week. So last week was the prelim final. So we had... Uh, Luke, Luke Watt, uh, Red Herrings overcoming Davy Boys, and uh, Queensland forty nine with one thousand one hundred eighty six. That is a crap. Oh. Uh, overcoming eleven hundred forty five Smitty Lads and Legends. So Joseph Smith will be a bit disappointed with that. I'd think eleven hundred forty five would be pretty safe, and <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, being punished with uh, that. That that's an absolute monster score. So. Uh, 
that'd be the winner's league and then the loser's league, uh, which really there are no losers here. Three of the four scores were above 1,100. Uh, Gus Bros with 1,150 knocked over Drunken Dragons and Bryson's Henchman with 1,171 knocked off Hegbug 203 on 1,168. So he got hit by three uh, for a spot in the finals. That's rough. Yeah, no, that's pretty gross, mate. All right, and in the other competitive league, uh, it was another absolutely filthy week. So uh, if you want to talk about guys who did it hard, Sam Hayes got an 11.52 lost to Glenn Wykes, who got 11.70. Oh, sorry, bro. Oh, dude. Uh, look, uh, Caleb uh, Rongaki, he absolutely slapped Les Farah. Sorry, Les. Uh, 9.84 most weeks would be good, but he got... Caleb got 11.48. Uh, I uh, jam my way over Nathan Affleck, mates, Nordic Beef. But, mate, you've got the rapper charge the second go this week. And Hookers United, 10.77, just lost out to Matt Hurley. So this week, guys, there is obviously that uh, rapper charge round. So I've got the week off in that one, thank goodness. Uh, and chaos mode. So if we have a look here for the chaos modes, the first week of the finals... Uh, <laughs> I've got a good friend of the podcast, Dean, who's changed his na- team's name to Stu's Daddy. So <laughs> I'm actually thinking I'm in trouble there because I absolutely slapped him in round 13, the buy round, like by about a thousand. But the I think he's going to get me here. Uh, Shane DeGura versus Patrick Jurd. I think Patrick will just pip there. Closest estimated game of the round is Jamie Mills versus Jake Deasling. 945 versus 944. So that's real tight on the estimates. And Dane Waitiri uh, versus Theodore Varine. I think Dane's got a leg up there. So good luck to everyone. And Nick's legs, he's passed those through. Thank goodness. Thank you, Nick. I'm just pulling them up now. Nick says... Okay, so on the newbie league number two, uh, Nick won, unfortunately, Anna Simon... Uh, 1086 was pipped by Nick with 1121. So that's filth. Uh, for Fedor in your house, 1084. Well done to you, Eric Growth Jr. Jr. Seeing Gildings, 1062 wins there. And Jesmond Junkies, Marcus Enderby, well done to you as well. And the Constellation Finals, another 1,000 plus in there too. So well done to all you newbies uh, in there. Tang Pudi and David Kennedy. And Let's very last league. Sorry for everyone at home, but uh, we do take our league seriously here. So we, we want to go through them. Uh, newbie League One. In the grand final, so this week, this week, it's Nick versus Cooper McDowell. Uh, Cooper actually looks like he's got the head to head edge there 987 versus 944 in the estimates. And uh, yeah, so I think in the head to head League One, I think that that is about all the information I got, unfortunately, from Newbie League One. Oh, here we go. Uh, yep, Cooper McDonald obviously won there. And in the Constellation Series, it's Jared Davis versus Jay Mann. So that's awesome. Uh, well done to everyone who's in the grand finals, in the semifinals of their leagues, wherever you're up to, or in the Chaos Mode, just starting finals, just as everyone runs out of trades, which is why it's Chaos Mode. <laughs> now, let's get to injuries. Mitch... There's quite a few guys. Let's start with Sam Verrills. Mate, Sam Verrills out for the season. It looks like they're going to clean out that shoulder. Now, Stu, it doesn't say here, but is that the same shoulder uh, yeah. where he had that collarbone fracture? 
I think so. Yeah. So my gut instinct is when he had that collarbone fracture, which was was pretty nasty because I saw that one live that was earlier in the year, he's probably copped a subluxation or some type of uh, labral tear at that point, and uh, it's probably been niggling at him for the entirety of the season. So that'll be the end of the season for Sam. It's a six to nine month rehab. Oh, sorry, a four to six month rehab rather, not six to nine. Four to six month rehab. So he'll be pretty close to make it for the start of next year, I'd think. Uh, Bradman Best, he's going to be out with a groin injury this week. Um, low grade, uh, typically somewhere between three and four weeks. So hopefully that isn't that long because the Newcastle Knights uh, edges really are the reason they've had that resurgence over the last five weeks. But mm. I'd be thinking somewhere between two and three. I think they'll try and race him back. If they lose this week, probably two. But I'd, I'd, I'd think it'd be likely to be three for Bradman. Um, Jacob Saifidi, he has been listed, uh, even though he didn't uh, finish that match with the hamstring. I'd just be cautious with that one, particularly with Bradman Best out. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, Stu, who are they playing this week? Uh, the Knights are playing, I'm looking across the top of my screen, they're playing the Bulldogs. Okay, I would not be surprised because the Bulldogs suck if he was a late scratch and they just try and get it done because uh, Daniel Saifidi is a chance of coming back from that quad injury he had there. So watch Jacob if you own him, particularly because it's the dogs and they're not very good and Daniel is potentially coming back. Hmm. Uh, Matt Lodge, your favorite player in the league, Stu, <laughs> is the most recent player he ruled out with an ACL. So he's gone for the season and, and hopefully to never return. Uh, um, I, 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 you know what? I actually felt the tiniest bit sorry for Matt Lodge because he's on a train and trial and he's done his ACL. Oh, he's gone. That's it. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know where he's going to league. Get. Yeah, that's it. Time for a retirement there's, tour. There's rumours that he's going to still be looking to sign him up for next year at Manly. Oh, that, that's probably because they just feel bad for him that he's injured. It's just to keep his insurance going. One. Apparently he was doing like outstanding work in the community or something. I don't know. I, I've just heard it through the grapevine. Uh, no, look, I, I get you, but I all I can say is that the man is onto his fifth club. Right? Yeah, true. He's not doing yep. great work in the community or around his teammates, <laughs> right? Like, just as far as it goes, there's obviously a reason that they keep on moving him on. Like, the Warriors moved him on when they were short, right? Like, yeah, I know that they're doing all right this year, but they, they paid him like 800 grand to not be at the team last year. Mm, and, then the, and then the Roosters are really short. They're playing like absolute nuggets, like Sia Wong and all these other fellas in the middle when they were short because Angus Crichton, everyone else is busting, and they still said, catch you later. You're not playing for us again this year. Something's mm. not right. Yeah. Anyway, crack, crack, cracking on, uh, Jai Arrow is set to miss, or sorry, set to play rather, this uh, Saturday after he battled back spasms last week. Look, we've talked about the back spasms in the past. It's one of two things. It's one of those acute sort of lower back injuries that are pretty good within a week or two. The physios at the NRL level are pretty good at getting them right quickly, or there's something a little bit more to it. Uh, we'll know by sort of Thursday, Friday, if he's not playing, um, they'll make a decision there, but it could be something a little bit more. Again, we don't really know till till this week, and if he plays, I'd say it was just one of those acute injuries. 
Uh, Luke Thompson set to make his first appearance of the year following six months with a foot injury. I'm actually surprised on this one. Uh, I, you know, with only three games to go, I'm not sure I would bother risking him at that point, but I would wager the Bulldogs kind of want to see what they've got left with him. Although, Stu, he's meant to be, they haven't re-signed him, have they, Luke Thompson? That they haven't, and maybe this is part of him. He's probably keen to get out there, find some suitors. Yeah. And I think that the Bulldogs are keen for some wins because... There's a big difference between maybe finish 14th and like, you know, well off the pace and maybe making the last couple of games with a few wins yeah, buys you a yeah. bit of time. Uh, Seb Chris, hamstring, and fullback Charles Nikolicsad uh, both out with hamstrings. Charlie Staines has also been ruled out with a hamstring after picking up that injury uh, against Canberra, which is a bit of a shame because he looked quite good for them. Uh, Seb Chris apparently is done for the season. That's that, that that that's that's very high that. hemi injury. Yeah, so we'd be thinking a grade two, and as we know with those twos, they're six to eight weeks. And Seb Chris is a high octane player, so those sorts of guys they really do struggle to come back from them. Uh, Jack Bird and Zach Lomax are out with uh, shoulder injuries now. Stu, you and I were saying before that Lomax looked to be more like an AC joint. He did sort of fall onto the side of or the point of that shoulder, so maybe if it's a lowish grade, we might see him before the end of the season. That said, the Dragon season's well and truly done. Lomax has kind of proved and that he is a player we want to see in the future. Maybe they don't bother. Jack Bird, that one's probably a little bit more concerning as far as his injury rap sheet this year. He sort of reverted back to having those uh, recurrent injuries across his whole body. I'd be surprised if we saw him again. Mm. And uh, Francis Milo's out with a head knock. Final couple, Herbie Farmworth is on track to play after suffering that knock to his knee in round 23. So that was likely a bit of bone bruising. And he was sort of initially listed as out on the fantasy website but uh it looks like he's going to be playing i wouldn't expect him to to miss the game at this point given that you know it's it's most likely just bony bruising it's probably settling off pretty quickly jesse arthur is, is going to miss the game however with an hio and that's pretty much everything mate so this time of the season we're getting uh, a lot of out for the seasons because really we only have three games left four games that, left that's it uh so yeah looking with 24 25 just yeah four games left there we are all right, well, look, let's get into the games this week. So let's start off Thursday night game. Uh, pretty simple, Seagulls versus the Panthers. Panthers have the same 17. Uh, Seagulls, you know, Matt Lodge has done his ACL, so Sean Kepi comes into the starting team. Uh, Burbo, Ben Trevojevic, if you've held him in, in your emergencies, you're doing very well. He's been promoted to the starting side. Uh, Kelma Tuolagi to the bench which probably tells you where Kelmel Tuolagi's at because it's it's not because Burbo's like a really reliable player. It's just because uh, mm-hmm. Tuolagi's been stinking it up and they, they probably want to protect that edge. Uh, look, how about I kick us off with this one? Uh, cash down of the week, Ben Trevojevic, DPP center, absolute injury magnet, right? But on the plus side, he's only got to make it three games is uh, at 233k, he's got a break-even of 10. If you need a cash-out this like week, it. if you need an absolute centre because, you know, heaps of people are out and you just need someone to slot in this week, he's playing second row. For me, he's the buy of the week sitting, uh, playing number 12. What are you thinking, Adam? Yeah, love it, love it. I, I can't do it personally just because I jumped on earlier on in the season. But, yeah, no, I, I love... I love a Travoyevich, although they don't, they've only got one good hamstring between them. <laughs> That's true. Oh, uh, Gerbo, he, he doesn't have an issue with, the, with his hammies. 
See you there. Oh, is there only the other two, is it? <laughs> That's it. You're, he, he's the workhorse. The, the other two are Ferraris, and he's the four-wheel drive, mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, looking at the rest of these sides, the only guys to talk about here as well, Daily Cherry Evans and Ruben Garrick. So Chesa, uh, as we saw last week, 42. Uh, basically, it was all base stats, did a ton of kicking and whatever else, but had zero attacking stats. Issue is this week is likely the same because the Panthers have, in the last few weeks, been absolute fantasy death. So unless Cherry Evans pulls something out of the bag, he's in for a bad week. Uh, the thing is, though, whether you want to sell him or not, uh, look, next week it's the Warriors at Mount Smart, but the Warriors, they have been winning, but they've been letting some points in. Is that fair, Adam? Yeah, no, we haven't looked great over the last couple of weeks. So, so the, And then the last two games, the Bulldogs and Tigers. And so especially if you're playing overall or if you've got late grand finals, this is where Cherry Evans would think. So for me, at the moment, he's a hold. Uh, same with Ruben Garrick. If you can loop him this week, loop him against the Panthers. But uh, otherwise, it's playing. There's, there's people crying out for uh, wing fullbacks or centers this week. Uh, on the other side, Panthers. Uh, Mitch, you captaining the King this week? I don't own the King. I'd love to if I had him. Uh, you thinking about getting him in this week? Uh, well, look, I'm actually just, I think, you know, with my current team value and trying to knock off both yourself and Nick in the family head-to-head, I'll probably have to have three cash downs, including Fainu, who hasn't played for about eight rounds, Cartwright, Ooh. and possibly uh, Kravojevic. I got plenty of trades, and I could do it. I could do it if I cash down hands to Trevojevic. That would give me the cash to do it, but I can't say I feel it's good about it. It's yeah. If you, oh, it's yeah, extremely three, dangerous. dodgy. Well, look, fair enough. How about on you, uh, Adam? You think about captaining the king this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell, the king, right? That's it. Uh, and now that the weather's fined up a little bit, I feel a bit more confident about doing it. Interesting stat the other day. Panthers are 13 and 4 this year. All four that they've lost, they've lost all four games in the wet. Wow. All the dry games, they've won all of those. Okay. Uh, so so we, we want it to rain in a couple of weeks when the wires take them on. <laughs> Possibly, mate. Assuming they make it that far. Uh, look, Thursday, it's only going to be cloudy, so it should be fine there. Um, apart from that, there's not too many other Panthers you want. Dylan Edwards, uh, Adam, has fallen off a cliff as far as his output has been. Do you have any thoughts around that about what that could be? Yeah, I, I was listening to the amateurs um, just like earlier, and they said that there was reports of him getting um, going off a halftime with a hammy issue or pre-game or something. That I think he's got a couple of niggles, if I'm honest, and like, I, I'm tempted to flick him on, eh, just because I think he's assuming that they've got the minor premiership all sign up. I think around 27 or whatever it is, he'll get a rest. He certainly could. I, I must say I haven't seen any niggles, but um, I think the way that they've been playing lately, he just hasn't had to push through the middle. Like they haven't needed him to sort of go all out. And so he's just getting some run meter returns and that's about it, right? The occasional yeah. try assist. Yeah, yeah. They're in third gear. That's it. So um, I think that the... And the fact that they did it so easily against the Storm kind of makes me worried for these final games. I think the only one that will really turn up for is probably that Eels game round 26. So you're right. I don't mind him at a sell, but at 500k, I'm not seeing many options for him. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Yep. I'm pretty sad that I got on him a couple of weeks ago, if I'm honest. Mm. Yeah, likewise. 
Yeah, exits only if you've got cash. If you've got cash, uh, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just having a That's look. That's what right. I mean. That's, there's nowhere to go. I was actually just having a look while you guys were chatting. It's it's pretty ugly. If you, if you have 160, you can go to Ruben Garrick. Uh, uh, yeah, or otherwise 200 for Latrell, 187 for Teddy. I'm looking for value here. Like, I'm just I'm having a look at, for players that are available. Would you, would you potentially do Jaden Campbell. Jaden yeah. Campbell is possibly one there coming off a of 70 last week because he, he looks very good, like fantasy relevant when he plays. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he almost won last week. That's it. Otherwise, you can crash down to a Joey Sawali DPP 451. Bit of a graveyard. It is. All right. Uh, so moving on there, uh, the rest of this team, uh, look, Isaiah Yo uh, continues to do Isaiah Yo type things, which is score around 60, uh, play long minutes do very well uh that's pretty much how he rolls uh there's no one else we really want here so moving on guys who do we think is going to win this one mitch i gotta take the panthers in this situation uh panthers by 20 they're just doing it easy at the moment it's pretty gross it is uh adam yeah panthers by 20 um yeah they just yeah as i said they're on third gear at the moment that's it i just hope that they maintain that rage can anyone beat them seriously maybe maybe the south on their best day maybe Maybe South on the best day. Maybe maybe Broncos on their absolute best day. Do you know what? Brisbane do have the wood on them. Like that year that Brisbane were absolute trash. I think they took them to Golden Point in Magic Round. So they they did, and they um they, they won know. round one, but that was against the round one Panthers who were a bit off. But it's more that that game, that return game. Was it round twelve? Do you know what it is, Stu? Their middles can match Penrith. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Carrigan and Haas can go toe to toe with and uh, they got a fit squad. Harris and Leota. They, they got a very fit squad, so yeah, yeah. They, they don't get tired as easily. They don't give up soft points as I much as they. A lot of teams could knock off Brisbane. They're probably the team you don't want to see uh, in the prelim or grand final. That's it, exactly right. So the we'll be interested to see. I'm hoping that the Panthers get that week off, so that if they if they are facing them, it's kind of third or fourth week. Looking at uh, the next game, guys, Friday 11th, uh, real easy one for the Sharks. Uh, Ronaldo Militello rejoins. Uh, Herodi moves to 18. And uh, Tom Hazleton is out. That is it because he copped the big boy high shot last week. Jesse Colquhoun comes in from 18th man. On the other side, Tino's in. Mo Fonawake is suspended. AJ Brimson has that ugly uh, rib slash oblique injury, Mitch. So that opens for Jaden Campbell to start a fullback. And Sam Verrills has obviously got surgery. So Cruz Lemming joins the interchange bench and Chris Randall starts. And Jamin Joliffe is back after missing a month with a hand injury. He goes straight to number eight. So looking at this, guys, uh, Sharkies, big turnaround for them. Hey, Adam. Yeah, massive turnaround. They, um, I feel like they, they had... We're talking about it all week about how they've been in a top eight side, so they came out and just yeah, absolutely flogged the rabbits. Yeah, and it's it's funny the rabbits really look quite vulnerable. They just turned over so much ball. Hey, yeah, I, I yeah, I think they're just still waiting to find the combinations just because Latrell's have been out and um they haven't had their full fit and firing side just yet. So give it a couple of weeks and I think um South will be rocking and rolling. I gotcha. Uh, look, guys, I'll, I'll say, and I don't know if you agree with it, Cam McInnes has probably now priced himself out at 739. I know we were talking about him at about 630 the other week. He's gone up about 100 grand in that time. 
So yeah, in the last fortnight. So uh, 53 last week is about par for him. Uh, the only other one is Nico. So hopefully not too many people sold, right, Mitch? Yeah, well, exactly right. The Sharks seem to have found something uh, last week against South. That was a bit of a do-or-die game for them, really. I thought they'd get towed up, but not to be so. Yeah, no, they, they showed it. And I like the fact that Nico, he didn't have to be involved in everything, still punched out a nice score, right? 73 is pretty good. Yep. So, all right. So he's probably a good captaincy choice this week up against what has been a pretty soft Titans team. Uh, they will be a little bit stiffer with Tino back and Jamin Joliffe back, but it's still... If you look at this bench, Cruz Lemming, Isaac Liu, Cleese Haas, and Kino Keeney is not exactly striking fear into the hearts of men, right? No. No, no. not at all. So no. I reckon that uh, Nico second half against the tight team will have a bit of a day. Um, so on the Titans' sides, look, Dave Fafita's doing Dave Fafita things. I have been worried, Mitch, like because he's been playing less minutes since that last Origin where he had those back spasms. Yep. Um, and he's only been doing about 60 minutes. Now, for Tina, uh, sorry, for uh, for Fida, that's still enough for 50s, but not quite the minutes we like. Can we expect that to change? Will that start to get better? Uh, look, mate, it's been sort of that eight-week period, so you've got to wonder, as I was sort of saying. Uh, oh, no, no, it was Origin 3, so it's three to four weeks. Okay, but even so, like, as I said, those things, when they're, they're either one way or the other, they're sort of more that discal nerve complaint or it's that acute lower back issue that settles quite quickly. When it's that discal issue, that can tend to linger. We saw that with Pengai Jr. last year that he just wasn't right the whole year. I, I think the next three to four weeks, I can't see a sudden uptick, particularly given the Titans don't have a huge amount to play for. No. Uh, I, th- I think they're out of contention now, aren't they? Yeah, just about, unless they go on a four-game tear. Yeah. So the short answer is I, I don't think so, no. I think, you know, 60 minutes is probably what you'll expect from him and okay. those barnstorming runs might not be quite as good. So um, keep off uh, keep off Dave for feeder as your VC. Yeah, yep. And if you don't know us, uh, that's probably a good one there. Yeah, Payne Haas. Is it Payne Haas has the buy next week is the only issue there. Yuck. Yep. All right. Uh Guys, the only other one that we probably really want to talk about, look, Tanner Boyd, for those who own him, I guess keep on owning him. If you haven't found a reason to sell him already, you probably won't. Uh, other guy we need to talk about, Jaden Campbell. Now, uh, Adam, for those of you who wanted to take a bit of a punt, would Jaden Campbell be a bit of a worth, especially if it was like one of those do or die, or, you know, you had sort of six or seven trades this week. He's coming off a 70, and he looks great when he's on the field, and you know he's going to get the 80 this week. Yeah, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. If you're trying to make a bit of a pod play, I'd look at um, flicking off like an Edwards to him. He's just an absolute live wire, eh? Like he, as I said before, he almost won the Titans a game against the Warriors single-handedly almost. Mm. Um, yeah, they, he just he just carved them up essentially. That's it. He's, he's got that next level talent, doesn't he, Mitch? He, he really does. I remember watching him at Magic Round last year and whenever he gets the ball, it's sort of... you. You feel like something's going to happen. Uh, I'm just worried if I get off bloody Dylan Edwards, Edwards he's going to he's gonna crack out a monster score. But I do like the um, shift because unlike Penrith, the Titans really don't have much of a choice on who they're going to get their points and spark from. No, that's true. And for people like me who've got Chans on the bench this week, uh, that it's a great option because you actually save about 10 grand on the trade. I would definitely be tra- trading out Chance. I I am not sure that Chance comes back, like, has only the 10 days off. Just because of the Warriors draw, like, why would you rush him? Assuming that they, assuming that he wins. 
assuming that they win this week, sorry. That's true. Uh, I, I guess it's one of those ones where it depends whether he, how badly he's actually, his symptoms are, I guess, right? Yeah, true. Like, just, just from my side, it's one of those ones where I would, if he was really busted, certainly as a team, I wouldn't rush him back. But if he was just sitting around cruising around, I might bring him back, right? Yeah, I know. They've got a pretty easy run run, run um, home. And then he's one of those guys that I think you want fit and firing come playoffs. Fair enough. Well, look, bit bit of warning there from uh, one of the Warriors fans about chance. But look, Jaden Campbell, I've got a buy rating on this week with its own risk, which is he's only there for as long as AJ Brimson is actually fit. Uh, sorry, not fit. Yeah. Uh, so looking, there is not really much meat on the bone here. Who have you got winning this one, Adam? Yeah, I got the Sharks. Here's a question. Would you would you potentially put the captaincy on Nico Hines to make a bit of a pod play? Because I assume a lot of teams will be putting it on Cleary. I think that Cleary is, is playing at a better level at the moment, as is his team. Like, you saw the difference in the two results last week. But, because uh, the you, you could. You could certainly uh, make a pod play this week, especially if you're a little bit behind in your head-to-head and you need to make up the difference. He could certainly be a play. Yeah, I actually like him. I like it. The um, I think he's VC for me. Uh, how about you, Mitch? Who have you got winning this one? Sharks have to win it, mate, or their season's back in the dumpster. So I'll go Sharks by eight. I think the Titans will give it to them for a little bit here. Yeah, I think they will. I think T- Tino with three weeks off, I think, will absolutely fire up here. He's probably any other fantasy-relevant guy in this team. Uh, he'll play big minutes this week. Any any chance of any interest in Tino? Not this I week, think- Stu, but possibly next week for Payne Haas. Oh, that's a good week in, week out, isn't it? I, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I've got some strategies coming up for my head-to-head finals, and uh, Tino is definitely in amongst the possible picks because yeah. he's super fresh. He is, and oh, that's not bad. I like that, and uh, I guess if you'd held someone, so you got someone suspended this week, or just say you got like me, you got uh, Zachy Lomax, and you got another center you could put in, you could always trade him out to it like a Tino. Oh, oh. that's so gross. That <laughs> oh, is, uh, except next week they got the Panthers. So Tino how many, will do how well many there. trades you got left, Stu, just out of interest? Uh, just probably enough to do maybe a couple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pa- Panthers, they got the Panthers next week, but Tino should do all right there. Uh, and probably, actually, you know what, Jaden Campbell's got enough speed to break, still break tackles as well. He's He's got that electric speed that defensive systems just can't defend against, right? Like, he'll just get on the outside, catch you later. I don't feel good about him against Penrith, though, if I'm honest. I, I'm not expecting 70. I'm just saying he won't be a 12. Like, just say no, that's right. Oh, Sloan could be minus four. What are you going on about? <laughs> actually, he looked all right. He actually looked all right last week. He did. I was watching him. Uh, he just muffed a couple of chances to actually really give it, but he did look good. Yeah, the whole team looked a bit better. Mm. Better without Moses Suli, who's back this week. That's great. Uh, no Zach Lomax for Ben Hunt to try his one play do. Anyway, moving on. We'll get to the we'll get to the Dragons. Uh, look, I think that the Sharkies win this one too. Next game, Brisbane Broncos versus Parramatta Eels. So Adam what are you doing Reynolds Friday night, Stu? <laughs> big one. What are you doing Friday night watching Brisbane again? Oh, far out. <laughs> anyway, yeah, people of Queensland rejoice. Um, all right, so Adam Reynolds is back. Jordan Rickey is back. Kobe Hetherington is back. Uh, Dean Marin is in for Jesse Arthurs. So on the other side for the Eels, Jean Arcee is up to first grade. He's moving to the centres. Bailey Simpson is on the wing. Arthur Miller-Steven j- drops out. Brennan Hands is back. 
in the side, but will stay on the bench. Madison has moved from edge to the bench. Andrew Davey has been promoted to the run-on side. Uh, look, let's start with the Eels. So, Matto, Adam, are you worried for Matto Onus off the bench, or do you reckon he can just do Matto things off there? Um, a bit of both, to be honest, because it's just that um, unknown with how many minutes he's going to be. For some reason, Brad Arthur loves playing him off the bench, eh? Like, the amount, like, he deserves to be in the side over Davey and Cartwright on the edges. Yeah. Even Joe Lowe, like, honestly. Um, so, I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be trading him in, but I wouldn't be trading him out if that kind of makes shit, makes sense to you. Yeah. And I think he's one of, he's probably just about the only bench forward who can really, can pump out 50 plus scores in the game at the moment. Like, I'm just looking at the rest of the sides. There's no one really doing that. So, I think he's kind of in a league of his own. That sort of stuff, right? Yeah, but yeah, ideally you want him as that edge back row. I just, I just don't understand Brad Arthur, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think it's a depth issue because I think they've decided that uh, they they looked a little bit soft in the middle, which is why they want Brendan Hands to come in and play hooker for a bit. So they're using Meadow as cover, basically, because he can do second row. Otherwise, they do not want Makahizi Makatoa on an edge. <laughs> <laughs> or Wira McGreg. Can you see Wira McGreg defending an edge? Or Junior Paulo? Like, that's the reason why, why um, Maddo's on an edge. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure about the lateral movement of uh, Junior Paulo or Joe Offengau, but I'm pretty sure it's not good. Oh, it'd be like a truck turning that's, around, right? That's it. Uh, look, looking at this, uh, Bailey Simpson owners, you'll see a slight downtick there, uptick in run meters, but downtick in tackles. So shoot about even out. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, Mitch, still keeps on pumping out great scores. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm an owner, mate, and uh, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, to be honest. The Eels need him to play big minutes. They just can't quite get it figured out at the moment. I'm just, I really felt like this team had the ability to beat Penrith and they might be lucky to make the eight. Yeah, I I think that... um, think that discipline has let them down this year like between dylan brown doing his thing and all the suspensions between Maddo sitting out the first three weeks as well right all of these different things at different times are uh, campbell geller getting suspended a couple of times sevo getting suspended it's just really put a crimp hasn't it yep and you, you don't really get cohesion plus that injury you remember uh campbell geller he had that nasty groin injury right so I can't remember the last time they played at full strength. It would have been like, what, round eight? Oh, no, they didn't have Sean Lane at that point, so it wouldn't even be that. Oh, wow. There we go. And he's out for the season. So they've just, they've really been throwing peop- sticks at the wall. Imagine if this team was at full strength. I reckon they would give a lot of teams a run, right? Yep. That's well. I look at it and go, the only thing they really stuffed up was letting uh, Reed Marnie go for Josh Hodgson because the hooker position for them has been a major sticking point throughout the entire season. The decisions to go left or right or be able to threaten off the run, it just hasn't existed. That's true. And look, if instead of Andrew Davey they were uh, running Isaiah Papali'i, that would also be better, right? Who is floundering at the Tigers. Oh, mate. Let's, I'm an owner and I'm, I'm filthy. Uh, let's get to the other side. Broncos, they've got the bye next week. Uh, can we buy any uh, Broncos this week, Adam? No, nah, not at all. I don't think you really want anyone. There's nothing. Uh, is, assuming you've already got us, yeah. I've already got him. I guess anyone that needs to get him, I mean, wait a, wait a couple of weeks. I'd I'd go to Tino personally just because he's got the extra game in, game in him. Mm. Um, but, or Corey Hulls, bro. No, I like that. Uh, I'd also look at, at that price points, I'd possibly look at Yo over Horsburgh. 
If nothing else, Yo's averaging 64 this year. Horsepress averaging 55. Oh, but I, brilliant. But I, uh, but Horsepress these last few have actually been above Yo. So he's got a last average of... Sorry, I was looking at this before and I, I dropped it off my brain. Uh, last five average of 62. So it is pretty close. What's Yo's by chance? Oh, Yo's last three average is 69. Yeah, he's, he's a filth magnet. So... Oh. But he might get rest of the last round, so that that's where, yeah, yeah, that's not that's not a bad option. But I, I like Tino. Uh, looking at the so pretty much don't pick up any Broncos, but none of sells, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Wait till next week if you need to sell to absolutely win that head-to-head final. Uh, you probably only want one Bronco at this stage. Is probably where you want to be. Uh, who do you think's going to win this one, Mitch? Brisbane. Uh, well, uh, you know what. No, the Eels were terrible. Dragons made them look look uh, look bad, and that's never a good sign. Brisbane are going to win by a bunch, I think. Brisbane by 18. Yeah, I was going to say Brisbane by 16. How about you, Adam? Yeah, it's going to be a cricket score. I reckon Broncos are going to win. I actually, I think they could match it with Penrith, as we were saying before. Mm, yeah. That's it, especially if they're fit. They're short a few trips at the moment, as you can see here, but uh, hopefully they, they all get back uh, into fitness soon. All right, let's get to the Saturday games. Uh, look... Rabbitohs versus Dragons. So Burgess suspended. Shaq Mitchell comes into his place. Uh, Jair is named. Jacob Host is back in the side, as is Tane Milne, which unfortunately puts Tyro Munro uh, all the way out of the squad. And I'm just having a look to see what's happened to old mates on an edge there. No, he's gone to uh, Michael Cheekham. So edges this week is Jacob Host uh, and Kian Kalomatungi. And Jed Cartwright's on the bench. There we go. For the Dragons, Zach Lomax is out with a shoulder. Uh, Francis Moller's out, so his brother Michael Moller comes in. Moses Suli uh, is returns, which sees uh, Jackie Bird out. Mitch, any Dragons that we want to own this week, considering all the injuries? Um, no, no. I'm going to say no, mate. There is no one left. Jack DeBellin has gone. Zach Lomax is gone. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. just a graveyard out there. <laughs> yeah, all those I guys. had a good look. Uh, if you want to hop on the pain trade, BMM it would be would be good. You know, I'm sure he'll end up with Damien Cook and Cam Murray and Latrell running at any more night. He'll probably end up with 10 missed tackles. <laughs> Playing him at lock. Oh, spare me. Oh, yeah. my God. Now, look, Dan Russell has been killing it. He got a 57 last week. Uh, so... It brings up his average, so he's gone 40, 45, 57. So he's playing very well, uh, but his price point, 378K, he's probably passed a cash down. I'd go get Burbo. He looks but, quite good, actually. I, I would say Dan Russell looks good. Like, we aren't missing Jaden Sewer much no. out there. Well, That's not the problem with well, this he, He's 27, isn't he? Like, he's experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been around for a bit. He's tough. Um, do, you, do you feel like, Stu, just real quick, that... I I feel like there's a bit of a Flanagan touch already happening with this team and some of the players they're already playing. Uh, yeah, I think I think they know that uh, they're playing for spots next year. Like he's yep. he's yep. kind of thrown a bit of a wind in them that it's like, hey they impress me or go to Find the back of the else. queue. Yeah, uh, Jaden Sullivan signed uh, for the Tigers, two point two million dollars over four years. Do you know what though? That sucks. I'm stuck with Ben Hunt for another year. God. Yeah. Though I think Flanner needs results more than he needs a guy with recurrent hammy issues. You know, I, I did look into that. It's not just his hamstring though, mate. It's his groin as well. He's got a, he's got a few things going on, which is a, a shame. But he, he may well work at the Tigers. 
I'm actually interested. I actually hope he plays a game more or two this year, just gets that average down so I can buy him next year. Because uh, I need someone to do the kicking around. Now, Rabbitohs, interesting. Latrell Mitchell. Now, Mitch, I know you're not a huge fan, but he basically did nothing for most of the game, still scored a 66. For those who need, like, head-to-head goodness against the Dragons, is he not a good buy this week? Oh, he's a fantastic buy this week, but I refuse to win the, home, the, the family league by having Latrell Mitchell in my team. Fair enough. Might be my pod play. Lomax to it, Mitchell. Ooh. Like, that's not it. Honestly, Latrell Mitchell against that Dragons defense running at Moses Suli and uh, Max Finai. God. He could, he could have three tries himself. Think about it. Like, Zach Lomax is the only thing that keeps that, that edge together. And uh, we know Moses Suli is a liability out there. He's going to yeah, have a and field. He'll, next to Benny Hunt, you'll have uh, Max Finai next to Ben Hunt. Yeah, they're going to kill him. Yeah, they're going to kill him. And uh, or Ravalawa is going to annihilate Latrell. <laughs> That's the only thing I could see. No, with he, he'll, he'll probably go out for uh, Alex Johnson or Isaiah Tass. Latrell's gotcha. way too big. He'll bounce off Latrell, mate. Latrell's one of the strongest bodies in the league. Fair enough. I've, I've seen him bench, mate. He's, he's an absolute weapon. No, fair enough. All right. Well, look, I've got a big buy on Latrell Mitchell. Any interest from your side, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. If 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 you got the money or the cash, I'd do it this week. Is is you and um, Mitch were saying yeah. this? Yeah. This dragon side looks woeful to say the least. If you grand final week, if this is the week. Now on the flip side, Cam Murray might get a little bit of time off this week, uh, just due to the fact that if they're winning well, I reckon this is probably the week that they want to give him a little bit of rest. Even though they do, he does have the buy in round twenty six, because uh, they have been playing a lot of minutes through him, and next week. Uh, they've got an informed Knights who they need to beat. Otherwise, they might be out of the finals. Uh, look at this. The only other one, it's not super fantasy relevant, but Talis Duncan. Have you guys noticed him? I've been, he looks great. To be honest, I haven't looked that highly at him. Uh, how about you, Mitch? No, I haven't looked at him either, mate. Sorry to say. Uh, like he, he's he's um, basically in that game against the Bulldogs, you know, where they were down. They, they were missing a whole bunch of troops. He was the guy who scored that... Um, return try off the kickoff like ran through ran the length of the field beat the beat the wingers uh and scored and last week he did another one of those almost made it all the way downfield so he looks very impressive coming off a 52 off the bench which is very impressive so uh one to black book for next year uh look damien cook is back doing damien cook things so those of you who have held the faith there now guys 678k He's not Harry Grant, and he does have a buy round 26, but is he worth a pickup for those head-to-head players this week, do you think, Mitch? I don't hate it at his price point. Yeah, I don't hate it at all. Because he's really in a tier of his own, isn't he? Just like Harry Grant, space, Damien Cook, space, and yeah. then everyone else. I saw how cheap he was. It's definitely, uh, again, in, in my plans, uh, possibly as a swap out for Reese Robson, who's just, you know, been nothing but pain for me all year. He's down to 566k, which is uh, not particularly good. I might actually have to do it this week because Cookie could have a big day against that Dragons middle with no Jack to Bellin. Ooh. I Ben, ben Murdoch Masilla trying to do lateral movement. Oh, my gosh. I could get around Ben Murdoch Masilla, for God's sakes. <laughs> All right. Adam's laughing because he knows it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I'm just re- remembering the trade for, of Ben Murdoch Masilla for Jackson Ford. What a trade that was. One of the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Uh, 
Okay, so look, I think that's about it. Obviously, Zach Lomax owners uh, out there, his was a really a bit of a niche play here. I know that I was having a chat with my mum, who was a Lomax owner, and we kind of came to consensus that Gagai is probably the play there as far as players who don't have a buy and with a high upside. A- any other th- any other players that are thinking about there for centers? Obviously, Manu, if you don't have him. Anyone I, else? I think... After this week, after this week, maybe Ruben Garrett, given the Eagles are still playing for a final spot, but there's no way you could pick him up this week against Panthers. Um, outside of that, you know, the hammer's been pretty disappointing. He only spat out 25 this week. I think that Dolphins pack has, has sort of packed it in, haha, and the depth is being tested. So there really isn't <clears throat> a huge amount out there, is there, Stu? Like, it's a bit of a graveyard. I think Ruben Garrick maybe next week. I like the look of him. Yep. But uh, if you had to play this week, uh, if you got the the Knights, like I'm thinking Gago versus the Bulldogs this week, if you had to go. Yeah, well, I mean, we know Gago will probably be good coming coming the whole way and home. Then and then you'll, you'll I, go well against Farnworth. the Rabbitohs left Herbie as well. Herbie Farnworth's been very, very good. He and has been, but he's got the bye next week. Oh, uh, yuck. Valheim's uh, out. Oh, guys, 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 we're missing someone. And he's and he's basically, she's actually, I don't know if I want to say this on the podcast, Campbell Graham, 558. He's down 65K, and I reckon that Sturm is probably coming good. He is running at Moses Suli. <laughs> That's true. On a one-week play, it's yeah, it'd be him or Gagai. Like, right? You'd, you'd pick oh. between those two. Exactly right. I'll I'll tell you like what, if, I wasn't, if I wasn't going balls deep on the family league, I would probably pick him up, but I know I have to trade him out for the prelim final, so there's probably no point. <laughs> That's it, the round 26. Uh, seriously, if you need to win this week and you can do a one-trade wonder... I think Campbell Graham against Moses Suli. That's that's going to be gross. That is. No, I, I like it. It's a very, very spicy pod play. Uh, all right. Let's let's move on. So the, I think that's just about it. Look, I've got the Rabbitohs by a bunch here. Uh, this is in Cairns. Uh, so the Dragons fitness Dragons issues are also going to come up. I hate the heat. Stu, okay. I'm, I'm calling it 60 nil. <laughs> I reckon 60 to 6. I reckon Sloan will, Sloan will slide out at one point. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Someone will get, someone will get lazy for sure. I think it could be absolute beat down massacre unless unless like someone puts a shot on Latrell early, wins him. No, it won't matter. They got Cody Walker. Oh, I got you, salty Cody Walker. It's going to be nasty. Excellent, and they'll probably get a jet from Demetrio, who also looks particularly salty in his press conferences. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, oh, sorry, Adam. Do you disagree? Do you reckon, do you reckon oh, the Dragons are going to get up? I think 60 is under. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep up with the clock. This <laughs> sorry, Mitch, mate. This team looks absolutely gross. Let's I, just, I'll be it, doing anything the, but the, watch this game. The best yeah, parts yeah. of the Dragon are missing. That's the hardest well, part. It's Jack DeBellin's out. Jack DeBellin and Zach Lomax <laughs> and Jack Bird are out. The three oh, most boy. The three most talented, three out of the four most talented players, because Ben Hunt's pretty good. But three out of the four, and probably the out of those three, they're the three like they're all better than Ben Hunt defensively. Oh, they're 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 the guts of the Dragons' defense when you think about it. Like as I said, our right edge is propped up by Lomax, and our middle is propped up by Jack DeBellin. Yeah, and and they typically throw Jack Bird on the other side to fix that out. So mm. and and as I said, like how much better did the Dragons' left edge look with Jack DeBellin defending in center? Like, Heaps better. Exactly. They did not look soft. Oh gosh. This will be gross. Uh, let's get to the next game. West Tigers versus Warriors now. Thank you, West Tigers, for taking your game across the New Zealand. Well done to you. 
Hope for the Panthers when they're having the stadium redeveloped, we do something similar. Uh, so Tigers, Stefano Udo Ikemano and Sean Bloor return from concussion. Charlie Staines is out with a hamstring injury. So he's he's probably in our black book of people we cut, right, Mitch? Yep. Charlie Staines, yep. too many injuries? Yep. Send you to the Shadow Realm, Stu. That's it. Okay, so Junior Tupu shifts to the wings. Asuka Poa comes to the side. They're both good players. Alex Twole drops back to the bench. For the Warriors, Chance is out. Uh, Tain uh, Tuapiki comes in. Only change for the Red Hot Warriors. Adam, out of the Warriors, Sean Johnson, this week against the West Tigers. I've never seen a game at uh, in Hamilton. What's the stadium like down there? Have you, do you know it? Um, yeah, I know a little bit. I used to follow Super Rugby before I moved over to the league. Um, back and so they used to play. It's it's pretty good. It's not like it's, it reminds me of a little bit of Mount Smart, like quite packed on both sides, but not much seating end to end as such at the oh. end of the field over the goal lines. Yep. Um, yeah, it kind of actually does remind me of Mount Smart. Um, but you know, it's I'll check the weather, but I think it's going to be yeah. So good. so a bit like um, Mitch, a bit like uh, Wind Stadium down in Wollongong. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. But that's... but. but uh, but the ends are open rather than the sides, both ends. So it could, could be a fair bit yeah. of wind. Yep. And Ooh, uh, it says it's rivals. Raining? Yeah, sorry. Did I cut out? Yeah, it's meant to be raining on Saturday. 14 degrees, so maybe it's not going to be. <laughs> 14 and raining. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so so with that, uh, I'd say 5.30 games, so it'll be dark. Uh, oh, no, three because yeah. th- uh, it'll be 7.30 New Zealand time. So it'll be wet. It'll be probably, what, about eight degrees by that time. <laughs> so I reckon SJ is probably not your pod captain this week, despite his absolutely slapping out of a great score last week. I think we often see those best games come on the Gold Coast because the weather's so right. Hey, Adam. Yeah, he, he's got something against Gold Coast. He, <laughs> I swear he always performs. They're just Gold soft, Coast. dude. They've always been soft through the middle. So he loves that. He's, did you see yeah. that try that he scored, Mitch? He just kind of walked over. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah. Good. Yeah, anyway, so he's up to 900k. If you don't own him, it's probably well late on that one because he's been killing it absolutely all season. Yeah. If, uh, if you don't have him, are you seriously playing Are you playing fantasy seriously? Well, I don't have him. Do you not? No. no. I told you I refuse. I refuse. I will not. I, will I, not. Thought, I, thought, you, I thought we talked you into him a couple of weeks ago. No. No. Even I Nick doesn't get... have him either. He, he, he's also salty. Yeah, oh. well, he's a big boy. He can make decisions. That's it. Me too. I, I as soon as Koo got injured, I bought SJ, and I've been happy ever since. Um, I can't make my comment all of a sudden. Fair enough. Uh, look, Torhu Harris, uh, forty-six. Mitch, are we concerned here? Like we we are sort of seeing that slow reduction in minutes and output uh, from Torhu. He's got both conc- like strapped up like he's a friggin' tree trunk. Mate, I was concerned when we went down and watched him at Wynn Stadium a month ago. Uh, hmm. My opinion on that hasn't changed at all. And I was finally right. I know you two uh, chuckleheads were giving me curry about not being on him, but he, he looked busted then. And I think they're just, as you said, Stuart, I think it's a really valid point. They have to play him in the middle to be competitive, but they're just getting him through. So, you know, I can't see him having those mid-60 scores like he was earlier in the year. I just don't see that happening week to week. Yeah, no, I got you. Well, it's funny because he, he did 36 minutes versus the Sharks. They came fairly with a niggle. 54 the week after, 72 last week, but he only got 46 points with a try. That's what sends out the big ju- bad juju signs for me. Well, he did yeah. have, however, an uncharacteristic eight missed tackles. 
I think that's because they were playing all small forwards through the middle uh, Titans. They didn't have any big fellas. So, and it probably shows you the issue with that tour who has with lateral movement, right, Mitch? That's exactly right. Well, we know those ligaments are a major problem, and I think that's about as a good a point as you can get, mate. Like, that's spot on. Uh, those medial and lateral ligaments, when you can't move side to side, that's, that's going to be a bit of an issue as far as making effective tackles. Okay, so Adam, I'm going to put you on the spot here, mate. If you had to sell, if you were worried about Sean, uh, sorry, not Sean Nelson, Torhu Harris, 675k, and you wanted to trade him out, who would you, who would be your gut instinct of who to pick up this week? Um, assuming that you've got no cash. Or a bit, a bit yeah, yeah, maybe 700k. 700k. I'll, I'll come back to you with that one. Just give me a second. No, of course, I'll put you on the spot, which is what I love to do. Uh, <laughs> it's the better for the hot seat, mate. Uh <laughs> Let's look on the other side. Look, Jareem Blair is doing all right, but he's probably been a sell for a few weeks now. If you still hold him, I'm guessing he's probably 18th man. Uh, Mitch, Isaiah freaking Papali. What is happening? Oh, I, mate, you're the Isaiah Papali expert. I thought we got on at the perfect time. Is it just that they're not giving him the service that he needs? Is he mm-hmm. on the wrong side? Mm-hmm. Is it that the Tigers flat out stink? Or is mm-hmm. it all of the above? Which one is it? It's all of them. And I think that we were expecting Luke Brooks to hopefully give him some good ball. And he didn't. They haven't been. So he's he's had some really pitchy scores this year. And in the games where he's been on the right proper side, like we're talking about like high 50s and then, you know, he had the 82 game against the Storm. Like he can really turn up, but he's just not been getting good ball, right? It's just not happening. I mean, previously he had Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown, which is probably the best halves duo as far as skill level for halfback and 5 eighths in the league. And uh, he had Reed Marnie. So I suppose that's where we missed out because I, I haven't seen any drop in his intent and, and performance. I think it's just the services down. And Stu, I'll make the comparison last year, and it's probably something we missed on. How good was Davis Fafita when he was playing off um, Toby Sexton? Yeah, uh, he he he. I was only good when he 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 did those sixty point runs, right? That's right. Like, but those those tries we saw last year where they were able to isolate Papali on a, a half back or a five eighth, and he yeah. just bulldozed them. We're just not seeing it, and no. uh, I don't think he, he's probably a step down from Fafita in that Fafita can just push over anyone one on one, whereas unfortunately Papali needs that space, and he's just not getting the service and. Uh, no. And yeah. Luke Brooks hates passing. Like I don't know if he knows this. He he has not been giving his outside man good ball all year. But so he's a he's not a halfback. He's a ball running five eighth. And people have been there's there's various commentators have been saying that for years. And that's why the Tigers stink because they don't have a halfback. Just like when Brisbane didn't have Adam Reynolds. That's they it. stink. You cannot uh, be competitive without a good halfback. Well, we'll find out next year when he's playing Manly and he's got Chesa. So I think they'll be good. I think Manly will be very good, even without Tom Dubovic. They will. And I'll certainly give uh, Cherry Evans a chance to run and play for if you see something, because at least we know Brooks can kick if he needs to. Yep. All right. Uh, so, Adam, have you made a decision? Yeah, look, I've, I've gone Damien Cook um, at 600, oh, 678K. I also like Dane Gagai if you, could, if you need a centre. I know a lot of people do, because um, you can shift Manu to wing fullback. He's at 673 um, also, if you could go up, uh, there's not many mids I was trying to look for. Oh, the, probably the best one is Ryan Madison, I'd say, at 682. But he's also got his risks and a buy coming up. So those guys are probably the best couple. You know why I like the uh, Knights, Adam? Their next four games are Bulldogs, 
rabbits, sharks, and knights. Uh, sorry, dragons, rather. They got dragons last round, so if you're a head-to-head player, Dane Gagai against the dragons, that could be pretty good. Yeah, if you're going all the yeah. way there. He will be running against Moses Suli. That's true. <laughs> the, the most head-to-head leagues outside of ours do finish prior to then. They finish somewhere oh, between really? 24 oh. and 26. Okay, so it'll be rabbits or sharks. That's, that's less good. That's less good. But then oh. in that case, you probably wouldn't take Cook because he'll be by yeah, for your he'll final. He'll be by, right? Mm. Mm. Oh, game changer. Um, Nikura is Garrick also, which is around that price point. Um, it just depends on what you need, I think. Yep. Shoot us a message. No, there, there's, yeah, there's definitely no standout winner there. Uh, Johnny Bateman, also 43 this week, guys. He's Look, I think John Bateman will do John Bateman-like things. So the concern for me is he's on a bit of a downward trend, 69, 66, 52, 45, 43. I get a feeling that as the season slips away from the Tigers, they're just that effort level is slipping away a little bit. So people aren't killing themselves for a team which is picking up the spoon no matter what. So <coughs> the good news is, is that everyone's got Isaiah Papley or John Bateman, right? Yeah. For people that have got both, would you flick Isaiah Papley? Like I'm thinking about it. How many trades you got left, you? Oh, three. Ah, oh, good to know. <laughs> Thinking about it. So <laughs> all the, my plans are coming together. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. It depends. You, you got to beat me first, mate. Uh, otherwise, you're in the rapid charge round. Uh, next one up is. I'm just having a look here. So, who do we think is going to win this one, guys? That we're kind of out of fantasy relevant players here. So, I I reckon that the Warriors will do it. Uh, probably by about twelve in the wet. How about you, Adam? Yeah, I actually think the Warriors by, yeah, probably 12 or 6. I can't come. If it's raining, the Warriors looked average against the Rabbitohs. They did. Yeah, you like to move the ball laterally, so the wet's really not conducive to your style of play, and particularly with Torhu injured, going up the middle's not a great option. But I still think they'll get it done by 14. I think the Tigers, they had that bit of a flurry against the Raiders, much like St. George's against the Eels, and, and fortunately for the... Um, the Tigers, they're not coming up against uh, the Rabbitohs this week. Mm. So I'll say 14. Like it. All right. Uh, let's get to the evening game. Uh, Roosters versus Dolphins at Combank Stadium, which is a bit of a weird place. But uh, get out there and watch it, guys. I was there this weekend. It's a great place to watch footy. Get the cheaper seats uh, behind the goal line and um, just looking between the sticks. It's great. So Roosters versus Dolphins. Uh Roosters, Dylan Napper has been named to make his NRL return. This is how down the Roosters are on troops, his suspensions and injuries. Dylan Napper is back. He's gone to Super League, been cut in Super League, and he's back playing for the Roosters. Uh, with a stint of the... Do you guys remember that stint of the Bulldogs that he had? Oh, yeah, yes. he was average. He, yeah. Mate, he went from kind of relevant to irrelevant to not even playing to Super League to being cut in Super League. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, as for the Dolphins, Cody Nikarim is named a fullback. Hammer on in the centers. Raystone returns from a broken ham, replaces Herman S.A.S.A. on the bench. I Honestly, I think Herman S.A.S.A. is a bit hard done by there. He looked pretty good last week. Uh, looking at this, guys, uh, Roosters, James Tedesco. Mitch, you're an owner. How happy are you? Very. I was happy when I got him 10 weeks ago, mate. He's a quality 
player and he was at the best price possible. He's got to carry this team. That's the only way they're getting it done. Uh, I, I do think we're not going to see the same James Tedesco moving forward. These sorts of runs he's having to make aren't good for his long-term future. But yeah, I'll be holding him because the Roosters are still a mathematical chance, so they'll keep playing hard. Excellent. I like it. So, I've yeah, I've got him as a buy. Uh, Joey Manu also returns to form, Adam. Yeah. We talked about uh, last week, didn't we, Shu? He's very, the ultimate rocks and diamonds. Um, sometimes he can look quite lost out there in the centres, uh, but when when he can turn it on, he's the best in the game, I think. So, yeah, no, definitely. Didn't, definitely didn't his hold. eyes light up when he saw a retreating Brad Parker on the goal line? <laughs> oh, I know, right? And, look, he'll be... Will he be up against Tafari or uh, Hamaso? His right-hand side, Tafari, is right-hand side. So, no, he'd be up against the other side. Oh, oh that's unfortunate. Imagine that. Manu versus Tafari. That would have been an absolute bloodbath. Actually, uh, no, he's outside. Um, yeah, he's, he's yeah, right-hand side. Yeah, it won't be won't be the same side, I don't think. Yeah, but as much as they, they still need to play hard. So, he, yeah, he'll go all guns blazing. That's it. I, I reckon he'll try and power over Hammer a couple of times. And I did yeah. see him actually roaming a couple of times, which was nice too. It's actually something, Mitch, that I did see of Zachy Lomax a few times. He actually went uh, just on the other side when uh, Ben Hunt was looking to go out. He actually slid across on the inside. It's just that Ben Hunt never actually looked the other way to turn the ball back on the inside. Yeah, and, and I like Zach Lomax. Big, big, strong body running in the middle there. It's just our halfback. Didn't yep. see it. That's <laughs> it. Pretty frustrating. But look, <laughs> Joey Manu, Joey Manu will be doing hope doing something similar this week. Now, Joseph Suali'i has finally turned his season around. So obviously everyone got cracked last week, but he's got uh, two out of three weeks with fifty plus guys uh, below five hundred k. That's a pretty good sign. Uh, kicking goals as well. Uh, what are we thinking, Adam? I I've got him. I'm really enjoying the fact that I've got him. How about you? Is do you reckon he's a uh, good bench player this week for people who might need him for only one week and then can park him as 18th man? Yeah, absolutely. If you want a cash-down option, I think he's the best of the bad bunch um, for that price range. But if you could, yeah, prefer to go, I'd prefer someone to go up to, um, like, as we've talked about before, Gagai or Garrick. Um, but if you need to go down, yeah, go go Suwali. Yeah, it, it, it might be one of those ones where you've got got to go down one and up the other. It, I'm just, he might yeah. be the good option going down. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So looking at the rest of this, Drew Hutchinson at seven actually looked pretty good. Brandon Smith, guys, if you got on him again and you've been stung by the cheese, that is uh, Trent Robinson for you. For some reason, he played 70 minutes two weeks in a row. And then this, and then he gets like 40 minutes and they play Sandon Smith for like 35 minutes as hooker. I don't know what was happening there. Like Mate, it, no one does. If you're an owner, 23, 59, 42, 21. Like, wh- what do you do? Uh, he's almost on the never again list, but he's t- he's got too much talent. What do you do, Mitch? Oh, gosh. He, uh, I have no answer, mate. I, I, I probably say it is almost time for never again, right? Surely. Yeah, it's got to be close. Uh, the other good cash down option, if you don't want Burbo this week, is uh, Sia Wong. Uh, big fella. Uh, did very well, 49 with a disallowed try over the line. So, so a little bit of a double movement there. 276K only plays on an edge, but is a real good cash down option this week because he actually looks really good. Uh, to 
I'm looking at the rest of the side. That's about it. Now for the Dolphins, guys. Uh, Conley, Lemuelu, like Adam, are there any other fantasy relevant players left on this team? Uh, not really. It, the the Dolphins seem to have just jumped off the cliff. Eh? The only one that you've mentioned is Lemuelu, um, who's 500k. So if you could, would you prefer Soaliti or um, Lemuelu? I think it depends on whether you would need the wing fullback. I'd probably prefer Lemuelu, but I would, but it just depends on who you need. Mm, that's fair. Uh, so how about uh, how about you, Mitch? Do you reckon uh, the Dolphins just hit their depth limit? Yep. I think we talked about that earlier in the season, that that could be an issue. I think it was you flagged Stu, and you were spot on. And uh, as a result, their backs seem to be struggling because they just don't have that same space they were used to, particularly uh, Hammer, although being moved to centre doesn't really help with that either. It really does not. Uh, so having a look at the options here. Uh, yep. Yeah, so really, it's Lemme Early is a buy this week. Uh, don't touch any of the other Dolphins. I think Hammer just uh, at centre is not got the same upside that he did. So with that in mind, cutting through quickly, who do you think is going to win? Adam? Um, I definitely think the Roosters will get the dub here. Bye. Let's go. I, I think it should be quite close. I think it will be eight points. Nice, I like it. How about you, Mitch? Roosters by eight. Yep, I like that. I'm going to say the Roosters. I am worried about this Combank surface because the last time that a lot of these players played here, uh, I'm thinking about the recent history. James Tedesco has been HIA'd for like six weeks, right? Luke Keary, did he do his ACL here, Mitch? Yes, he did. That was during uh, COVID when they were playing all those extra games there. It did. Uh, and I'm, I'm having a look like a few of these guys have been busted up at this ground. I know Victor Radley picked up an injury here. And I walked on the surface after the game on um, the weekend on Sunday. It is a slippery surface. So I uh, like a little bit springy, very slippery. So I'd be fascinated to see how that goes. Uh, anyway, bit of an aside, but I think the Roosters will win. Get to the Sunday game, Melbourne versus Raiders. So for the Storm... Jerome Hughes is back. Xavier Coates is back. Bronson Garlic is being named on the bench, which is a little bit of worry for all of you Harry Grant owners out there. He will probably play a few less minutes. Uh, Tyron Wishart is out. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, look, Seb Chris is out. Ethan Strange comes in. Now, the news on Ethan Strange is that he is a stud. So has been absolutely killing it in the lower grades. He is not in the app yet. So you will need to wait for, what, Wednesday for that, Adam? Yeah, I think it is, eh? I think it is Wednesday. I try and get it done by midnight on the Wednesday. I believe you might be more informed than me, Stu. Is that correct? Yes, I think that's pretty not true, so you can get in. Uh, look, there are two other... Ca- so he's a cash-down option this week because he will get a good run for it. Uh, the other guy is... The other cash-down, if you absolutely need a 220k guy... I know we talked about Burbo. How much is Ben Trevorovich? Oh. 233. Okay, if for some reason that 13K is the difference, right, are Strange or Nick Kotrick, who's back playing on a wing, uh, I probably your best other cash down options this week, though I would probably prefer Burbo, right, Mitch? Playing in playing yeah. on edge. Yeah, I feel I feel like Burbo's the go in that yeah. situation. Oh, especially if you've got to play him. Like if you if you were had to play one of these guys this week, I'd trust uh Burbo, right? Yeah, the, the only thing I'd say is he's playing against Penrith. So, I mean, maybe his tackles be up, but maybe this week the points won't be quite as high as we really expect in following weeks. That's true. Uh, all right. So, 
that's looking at this team. So for the Storm, Harry Grant is doing Harry Grant things. Uh, Nelson's back on the bench. So if you still own him, it's probably time to move on. Uh, Cam Munster, guys. 46 last week was 36 prior to updates. Is that just the effect of playing Penrith, Adam? Yeah, very much so. And, you- but also Munster has those games, right? Like he can he can just be quite smart and then he could just go absolute gangbusters. That's true. Mitch, are you expecting more this week? Yeah, I absolutely am. I am a Cameron Munster holder and I knew that he was running into a buzzsaw against Penrith and I'm glad that's happened before the fam- finals of the uh, head-to-head league. That's it. Uh, and yeah, for everyone playing at home, Raiders this week uh, up against... Who's on the edge over there? Yeah, up against a brand new fella in Ethan Strange, right? So he'll be running over there and then he's got the Dragons where he'll be running up against whoever's on the right-hand uh, side over there replacing Zachy Lomax and then the Titans. So, yeah. Yeah. All must have loaded. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's kind of it for the relevance for the Storm. Obviously, Nick Meany is on danger alert with Ryan Pappenhausen. Oh, here you go, Mitch. Ryan Pappenhausen returned in Queensland Cup. Yes, he did. He looked pretty good too, but he has to beat out Nick Meany. That's true. I, I reckon probably you'd see him in that, I don't think, that 14 yeah. role, right? You see him? Yeah, you might. You might. I, Yeah, he looked pretty good. He did. He did. I hope he comes back. I hope I'm wrong about us not seeing him this season. I'll be bloody close. Uh, I think a lot of it depends on Melbourne. Like, if they look like making a run and they can get into 14 and just have that X factor, they probably will will we'll try him out there. But I don't think you'll see him next week or the week after. It'll probably be the the last week uh, before the finals. I like it. Uh, give him a soft run against the Titans. That's right. So I'm sort of projecting that he might play, depending on whether he pulled up sore, he might play 60 this week and 80 the week after. And if oh, it was yeah. green light, then maybe you'd play him the following week. But I, I feel like they'll take it slow. They, they've probably, probably put the queue in the rack for next year. But it's hard to say, like, if they suddenly feel like they can contend, maybe they do. But I can't uh, see this I, team I think he'd be doing better than Tyron Wishart if he's fit enough to play, even if it's just yeah. running to the finals. Yep. So we might. I don't think you'll see him for a couple more weeks, though. So I, I certainly don't think we'll see him next week. Fair enough. Uh, looking on the other side, uh, Raiders have exactly two fantasy-relevant players. They're both forwards. Joey Tarpane, Corey Horsburgh, uh, both scored pretty well on the weekend, Adam. Uh any reason to shift any of these guys if you own them? No, hold, hold fire. I just want to make it make it clear that Joseph Tarpany um, may have been extended just because the amount of troops that went down. I know that um, Kotrick went off, I think, and so did Chris. So they had two makeshift centers slash wingers. Um, so just bear that in mind, but hold fire. Fair enough. Interesting facts. Uh, Joe Tarpany... And Corey Horser have basically scored the same amount of points this year. So what? they have, okay, Corey Horsburgh scored 1,052 points total, right? Tarpanay has scored 1,051. Holy diver. And you think, oh, Horsburgh didn't play Origin, but Tarpanay also had a week off for the birth of his baby, so they played the same number of games. <laughs> oh, that, that's a fun fact. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, Looking at this, guys, obviously, if you, there's holds. If you need a middle forward for whatever reason, you can certainly buy either of those two. They look pretty all right. I put Hordespread just above just for that ceiling and the minutes. Uh, who do we think is going to win this one, guys? I've got the Storm 
playing Amy Park Storm by six. They're generally pretty tight games down there. They uh, are, but I thought the Raiders. I feel like the Raiders have overachieved all year, and they've beaten up shitty teams. I think the Storm will come out a bit salty and win by twenty. Fair enough. They haven't even beaten them up. Do you know what their biggest win this oh. year is for the Raiders? Their biggest uh, win. Eight margin. points. Ten. Eight. Oh, it's close. You were. They, they just—they've been overachieving. They are way higher on the ladder than they should be. They, I don't even think they're a finals team, but they—they—they proved that with that fifty to whatever. Yeah, that's that's about right. As I said, and if you look at the teams they have beaten and the amount of crap teams they've played, they've had a pretty soft draw. Mm. How about you, Adam? Matt, Who do you think is going to win? Match. I'll take a sandwich on that. No, not against the Raiders. No way. Because they do have a good record against them. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm a bitch out. I, 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 like, I love I like it that, that you give you give him a hard time. You just done a Ricky Stewart. If only, I be, if only I, I could be baited speak. into a sandwich. I won't. I won't. <laughs> okay, Ricky, I'll, I'll have to call you that from now. <laughs> All right. Uh, give, give a spray I and have then a have a cry about to, it. I have a family to feed. <laughs> All right. Uh, last game, Newcastle Knights versus Canterbury Bulldogs in Newcastle. Bradman Best is out, Inari Tuala's in. Daniel Saifidi's been named on the extended bench. Uh, Jake has been named to start. For the Bulldogs, Luke Thompson is back. Harrison Edwards drops out in the only change to their last start. Oh, no, a couple of changes here. Uh, Ryan Sutton is at 13. Uh, Tavita Pengai Jr. is starting at prop. Uh, to use up seven of the eight interchange cards. So, <laughs> Mitch, let's start with you, mate. Is there any Bulldogs that you want in your team for the run home after their bye? <laughs> uh, do you know what? Maxi King is probably not a bad one. He's still relatively well-priced, but I think there are better options out there, but I just wanted to give you one. Uh, Max King's not a terrible buy. Actually, I do have another one, although the, the Bulldogs stink so much. Jacob Karaz, he's another interesting pod because he's playing in the centres. He loves a tackle bust and a meat pie. But again, you just can't trust this side. They they stink. Um, yeah. And they need to they need to get a couple of wins, Stu, because with kick out, they, they have a lot less, less excuses. They've got Sexton, who I've been very critical of in the past, but he's damn side better than Kyle Flanagan. They've got Max King back. They've got Reid Marnie. They've got William Army kick out playing. Like they, they need to get a couple of wins. Luke Thompson's really back in. They've picked up Lee Knight. They're playing. They paid uh, Tayako half a million bucks from next year to join them too, which I think yeah. is. I know. I I feel that's a gust decision, and I'm not loving it. Unless I, I I know I don't really know much about his background. It could be one of those um development ones where he's here to show the young forwards how to behave. Maybe because you buy a kick out of play, but he's not really much of a talker or like a whatever else. He's just one of those example type guys. Like maybe maybe it's one of those buys. I feel like Gus is just throwing shit against the wall and hoping something sticks. But anyway, we'll find out. Um, now, look, we've got to really talk about the Knights here. Kalen Ponga, uh, still braining it, Adam. Yeah, absolute gun. I was looking at the um, – bit of, bit of a sidetrack. I was looking at the high, um, highest price rises for the season, and he's actually gone up a lot, like surprisingly like 200 and something K. Which, 271K. Yeah. That just and you know what? From where we picked him up, fellas – about 400. Yep. I got him yeah. at 400. Yeah. yeah. How, how wild is that, right? Oh, mate, it's, it's been one of the buys of the year, the fact that he came back round 13 for that buy round. Yeah. Mm. 
So, because Lockie Miller was pooping the bed and then got cut, so that made our lives easy for us. So, looking at this, guys, uh, he's got a last three average of 63, last five average of 72. Whoa. <laughs> so, my question to you guys isn't, because, look, you own him or you don't, right? It's already too late for that, unless if you don't, you could sell Scotty during quarter, and if you don't own both of those, you're probably struggling. Could you, if you were picking like a spicy captain this week, would Kalen Ponga be the go against the Bulldogs? I think this Bulldogs team has a little bit more starch than we're giving it credit for as far as like, surely they've got enough talent on the park to not let Kalen Ponga go nuts. What was like, the, the last time they played, it was 66 nil. Surely that, that was that Bradman Best. Yeah, that's it. Bradman Best did go ballistic that game. He's not there. But... And they were running at that young fella who has uh, been Shadow Realm for all time, right? Uh, I can't even remember his name, that young half. And uh, he's been sent back to, you know. Oluapu? No, it wasn't Oluapu. It was the other guy. It was the, oh, gosh. Rahab. That's it. That's it. They so were they running probably, at rehab most of the day. They ran at him five times for five tries in 20 minutes. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know awful. if that happens again. I don't think that happens again. Toby Sexton's a bit better defensively. Mm. That's it. And Kikau and Preston are better than who they had. Yeah, I, I don't think that'll happen. This will be a little tighter than that. Uh, and Jaden Nockenball's out of the team. That's always a good sign. Um, you love Jade Nockenball. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob Jacob at fullback. Uh, so looking at the rest of the side, guys, Dane Gagai, I've still got him as probably the best center to buy for the run home. They do have the... They don't have the Panthers. Who have they got? They've got a one tough game coming up. Uh, they got the Rabbitohs next week, round 25, and then the Sharks and Dragons. Uh, but the Sharks, they've proven themselves they can be vulnerable. So it's really only the Rabbitohs if the Rabbitohs turn up. The Dragons may play them into form, right, Mitch? They play a lot of teams into form. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, looking at the rest of the squad, Tyson Frizzell has actually proved a pretty good return to form with him. He's another guy we've got to talk about. For those who are hating their West Tigers edge forwards, is Tyson Frizzell a pretty good out for you, Adam? Yeah. I, he's just been braining it, eh? He has got a little bit expensive at 714K, but... Well, I'm I'm tempted to pull the trigger. It's only fifty k up from Isaiah Papali, though. Like I could find that. Yeah. Oh, oh. He's, now you're talking. His fixtures are better, and uh, his let's have a look at his last it's average. Last five averages fifty five. His last five averages fifty five. So you you can tell he's been consistent. Yeah. Nah. I'm gonna try and figure figure it out. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> look. Adam Elliott had a great week last week. Don't get sucked in. That's all I can say about the rest of the squad. Uh, Greg Marzu it continues to be the pod winger of the year. He's really having one of those uh, Brian Toto 2021 years. Uh, that's about it, guys. I've got the Knights winning this one by... You worried me a little bit, Mitch, but I'm going to say 30. How about you, Adam? That I would take a sandwich on. Yeah, I'll take a sandwich on that, bad boy. What's Come on, the you line? got a dog. <laughs> nah, don't give me that shit. You just said 30. I want it by 30. So oh, I'll I've got to be exact. Okay, uh, hold on. What's no, your prediction? What's your prediction first? And I'll see whether you want to take the sandwich on your exact I'll, prediction. Uh, uh, no, I mean, it's got to be the line. <laughs> the line is 30, right? That's what I would take on a sandwich for that. That's what I would take. I love it. You take my actual prediction as the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go Knights by 12. I think it'll be a little bit tighter than that. Yeah, I'm going Knights by 6. 
I think it's going to be quite t- that. That's that's a that's a pretty good bulldog side. I think that's the best bulldog side that they've had. I would be really concerned if they can't get it done. It's almost <laughs> worth it. It's almost worth a sandwich to the football gods just to see that them lose by thirty. Uh, I'm looking up the odds now, Stu. Hang in there. Me too. Uh, ten and a half. Oh, see, I pretty much called it. Uh, there's no way I'm taking that line because I think that's fair. I, <laughs> I love it. Fair there's no way that you're no. taking you, you, You've come out with a 30 bomb and I've, I've pretty much called the line. There's no way I'm taking... Don't, I'll, I, I'm I'll split the a... difference, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll do 20. Yeah, done. Yep, done. Yeah. I'm in. You oh, in, Adam? Oh, yeah, that's, I'm in. That's fine. In. Mitch, Mitch already owes me seven, so that's fine. I'll, I'll count two of these against it if I lose. <laughs> You, you, you can uh, you can join my, the Lord economy of sandwiches owed. I reckon I reckon Mitch. Now you got to do the sandwich on um the Storm Raiders game. No, because I don't feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, just just in case Ricky does get him fight up with his preseason rant. Uh, pre-game. Uh... Yeah, you just don't, the Raiders don't like the Storm, so they might turn up. Do you know what I mean? Like they 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 have a really good record against them, and they've beaten them a few times at Amy Park. Uh, well, I don't think the Raiders will win. I I, I could see yeah. it, but the Storm have to get this done. If they lose this game, they might as well kiss the Premiership goodbye. They're in a lot of trouble for sure. They knocked them out last year in straight sets. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it could happen. I, I can't take that sandwich. That's foolish. But surely the dogs can't lose by 20. It's a win-win for me because if they do, I just get to laugh at Gus. That's that's worth a $12 sandwich or whatever it is. That's it. All right. Uh, I should, I should start, uh, start betting your physio sessions, Mitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is, uh, okay, guys, captaincy is uh, for me this week. It's Captain Cleary, uh, Vice Captain Nico, Spicy Captain is Ponga. Adam? Yeah, I'm going all the same, but I'm torn between Captain Nico away eh? just to make up some ranks. I think I think he okay. could go out gangbusters against. Is it the Titans? Yep, he's playing. I I, I don't hate that. Um, who who? I haven't nice. even spicy captain Latrell Mitchell. Oh, that is that is juicy. That oh is no, nah, Sean Johnson against the Tigers in the wet yeah. in Hamilton. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a couple of days out, mate. The weather over the weather over in New Zealand changes every five seconds, so it could be sunny for all I know. Fair enough. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Saturday, not fourteen. Uh, yeah, it's maximum of fourteen. It'll be about eight degrees. Oh yeah, scratch that then. Oh, oh let's go. I actually like Caelan Ponga as a spicy. Yeah, I'm with you. Sure. I like it. But no, Latrell, I, I actually really like that too. I don't know whether I'm going to get in this week, though. I could go Zachy Lomax to him. I've got to think about that one. I, I oh, guess I've got to wait for the Lomax injury. If it's a one-week injury, I might not do it. But if it's a multiple week, then it, that might be the go, right, Mitch? Yeah, I, I actually... I can't tell you what I'm thinking of doing because I don't want you to know about it. Oh, no, <laughs> Come on, Sorry. man up. No, no, absolutely not. It, it, my only ability to... I've got to play 4D chess. I'm sorry, mate. I can't tell you what I'm going to do. Ah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, that's all right, mate. Uh, let's get to the questions from the people. So we've got a few this week. Not a huge number. I think a of people are running out of trades. Happens this time this year. Look, if you run out of trades, you're not interested anymore. We totally get it, guys. Thanks for the year. Thanks for listening. But for the guys who are asking... Uh, Nathan Affleck says, thanks for the head-to-head last week, Stu. Well done. Oh, mate, well done to you, Nathan, as well. Uh, six trades left. Thoughts on Randall for hooker. Uh, they got Cruz Lemming on the bench. We, uh, 
Randall for hooker. Anyone, any interest in Randall at the Titans, guys? He's a tackle no, magnet. I'd go Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. Yeah. Even with a buy around 26. Hey. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think he could even, even though he's got a buy, I think he could outscore Randall. Okay, next question. Would you rather yeet IPAP or Nat Butcher? Adam. I don't know. What did Nat, Nat Butcher actually score last week? I'll look it up. Uh, uh, Butcher. I, I instinctively want to say Pup. Oh. Oh, I, I'd go, I'd go Papali'i just because um, Nat's got the jewel and they just yeah. need a plan. And he likes to tackle and there's, look, one team's playing for semis and one's not. And, and uh, Nat Butcher can get it done without good ball service. He's just a tackle yeah. magnet. So I agree. And he's against the Dolphins. They'll play strong through the middle this week. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Andrew Brighton has a few questions, uh, but so he's, Andrew Brighton's got two trades left. He's got Chris and the emergencies was meant to fill in for drink war this week. He's got three options. He can either play Burbo and move Manu to the back and he goes yuck. And I'm like, actually, that's a pretty good play. I like that. Uh, <laughs> he can trade Chris, but with 35K in the bank, not many options. He can either get Suwali or Rapana. Rapana's playing fullback. Or three, he can trade IPAPs to a wing fullback center, which will then be part of his 17. He's just sort of Latrell. He owns Haas, so he's avoiding Walsh. Garrick's the next best option. But will he outscore IPAPs? So he's, he's either thinking, he's either just sell Chris later on and play Burbo, trade Chris just directly to Suwali or Rapana, or trade IPAPI to a wing fullback. Mitch, what would you choose? Uh, what cash would he have for the winger fullback? 35k, so he doesn't have enough to get to Carraz or Campbell. Oh, God. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd go option two. Op, it was option two, Rapana. I'd go Rapana. Okay. How about you, Adam? I'm going to go left field here. I'm going to go IPEP to Dane guy. I like that, actually. And, and then move Manu to wing fullback. Yeah. That That's I like. quite good. Yep, I like that. Uh, I'd honestly, I'd play Burbo, move money to the back uh, this week. Yeah. I reckon a whole bunch of people will be struggling to fill in their side, so I'd do that. Save your two trades for when you need them because uh, a whole bunch of people are actually finding it this week. Like a whole bunch of people are spending their last trades last week and they've copped injuries, suspensions, game changes this week. they got nothing. Oh, is he? does he already have Burbo? I thought he was trading. Yes, no, Burbo. no, he's got. He's already got Burbo. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're not hold, hold fire. I think there's going to be some... Curveball sign at us later down the track. Yeah. But otherwise, look, I, I do like Gagai as a one trade flip. Uh, okay. Simon Jones, this one's for you, Adam. He needs two wing fullbacks uh, and he's got two trades left. So he's thinking Garrick and either Tedesco or Latrell. Which one Luttrell. would you pick? Even oh. with missing 26? What? I'm guessing you'd have Drinky to cover him for round 26. Yeah, or Ponga? Surely, like one or the other, right? Oh, I'm, I'm the other one's probably Ponga, but I'm guessing Drinky's out this week, and I'm going to guess that he's got another guy out injured, probably Chance. I'm going to guess that he's got Drinkwater and Chance out this week. So he's yeah, the Tedesco. I'd it. I think I'd go Tedesco over um, Garrick. I think I'd go Trail and Tedesco if you can do it. Roosters mm. have Dolphins, Eels, Tigers, and then Rabbitohs at a core. They've got to go all guns blazing. That's true. Mitch, you agree? Yep, I do. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit off Garrick. I think Manly are just they're just short of that extra attack. I think if Turbo is there, well, I guess if Turbo's there, Garrick's playing on a wing. But I'd still That's prefer right. Garrick on a wing, kicking goals, 
with Turbo there rather than Garrick trying to make it happen himself. He's just not the same guy. Yeah, and they're not they they um just boosting up my tires my tires of Olukawatu. They're going at him quite a lot too. They're not going out the back very often. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh next one, Monster uh to Gagai. That he's thinking about Monster Monster to Gagai this oh, week. I'm I'm guessing he's short on the thing, but what are you thinking, Mitch? Well, I mean, if you're not short hold Monster, if you are, then that's fair enough. How about how about you, Adam? Is surely there's another way. Surely it's like you could go like IPAP or something, or get Burbo and put him in center. Yeah, that works. Yeah, surely oh. there's another. I'd I'd find another way. I wouldn't. Yeah, Munster. Don't, don't get rid of Munster. Not this time of the year. Storm, he... Storm are playing tough. They have to, and they've got a soft draw. They got the Dragons next meet, man. Don't sell Munster. God, he could crack <laughs> out hundred yeah. against St George. Okay. Like actually, who's who's stopping Cameron Munster in the middle? Oh, he could just fall asleep. <laughs> I probably still won. All you right. have to trip over his own ankles to be stopped, honestly. And he just kind of bones <laughs> out because he just he doesn't need to do anything. Could be one of those. Yeah, that's possible. But I don't think so. I think Storm Storm will play tough. Mm, true. All right. Uh, I got one through the DMs. John Crampton says, appreciate the feedback in the pod this season. Has, has his head-to-head grand final this season. Needs to bring in one centre uh, for... He's saying for Lemu Elu. Oh, for Lem. Oh, I'm guessing it's Lemu Elu. Thinking Gago or Tago. Well, Tago's not playing, mate, so it's not Tago. Uh, he didn't have one trade to either bring in a third center to loop with Skelton or chase a spicy 18th man to loop with the bench. So his bench is currently Munster, Horsbred, Nico, and Hopgood. Good bench. Yeah. The great I was bench. About to say, that's a good bench. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a look here. He's got, he's got Jack DeBellin sitting in emergencies. Like, go sell Jack DeVillain for a good player. Like, it, I say, yeah. His team is freaking sick. He's already got Latrell. Like, his, his, okay, his team is officially better than mine. Like, I'm looking at this. Mate, I don't know why you're asking us for information. He's got Grant, Haas, Yo, Horsburgh, Fafida, Bateman, Cleary, SJ, Manu, Lemuelu, and Center, Tedesco, Ponga, and Latrell across the back line, Hines, Murray, Hopgood, Munster, and then DeBellin. <laughs> That's his... ridiculous. So sell the Bellum. Yeah, just sell the Bellum, dude. Just go buy whoever you feel like there, and and, and sell him to Gagai. Catch you later. Yep. Um, and that way you can loop Lemuelu and uh, someone else. Skelton. Uh, just in case Lemuelu cops a headshot. Uh, Reese Furness asks us. Uh, this one's for you, Adam. What do you think of Stafford Toa as a pickup? Wasn't the price like very high? Uh, Toa, oh, I think he dropped. He was once like seven hundred k. So, yeah. price wise, I'm just getting back to the question here. It looks no. like Jason Lask. He's been pretty solid all year. Tiger's improving. He's got no. the jewel. Oh, hold on. No. This was May thirty. Excuse me. No, sent <laughs> that was from May thirty. <laughs> He's not thinking about staff at Toa. Okay, let's get to this one. Four seventeen p.m. Head to head grand final this week. Trading hands. He's got 776k. Who would you go? So he's either thinking Gagai, and then he can have Garrick looped in, or he can go any position, and he would be 18th man looming up with Bateman. So you've got 776, uh, 776k. Go Latrell. Easy. Latrell against that um, Dragon side, it could be an absolute... He could turn up in all seriousness. Yeah, he probably could. Like if he, if Gus gives him another wind-up. Yeah. 
<laughs> how, how, how about you, Mitch? Any other guys that you're thinking of, or is it Latrell? Uh, I didn't think of Latrell until Adam said it, and I think that's makes sense. I, I've been crying on about it the whole podcast. It's like he's shoot, he should have a good day against St George. That's it. All right, I think that's it there. And sorry, just checking there, Graham. Uh, in case there's anything there, nut, we're good. Uh, all right, guys. Final thoughts from you, Mitch. Uh, mate, as always, I left it all out there on the field. Like it, Adam. Yeah, we put down on the mouth guard and we're good to go. Awesome. So, look, guys, best of luck for everyone for your head-to-head, you know, prelims, finals, qualifying, semis, whatever they're calling them. Uh, all the best. Uh, if you're out of trades, I guess good luck and uh, all the best for next year. Uh, and for everyone else who's playing overall, uh, mate, better hope that you pull 1,100 this week because there's absolutely filthy scores. So this is the Boomer Bud Bust podcast round 24 signing out thanks for listening to the boom or bus podcast make sure to subscribe and check out our facebook page for more info